0: is offering to
1: We love you, and we just thank you, Lord, for just truly just guiding every step, Lord. Not only for the Middleton family, Lord, but for our church as well. And we just trust you with every step. We know God that you have an awesome plan, an awesome purpose that you've placed us here for a reason, and we trust that today, Lord. We know God that you are victorious in all things. And as we grow closer to you, Lord, we can just step out in faith and security, knowing that, God, you have gone before us. And we just trust you today. We just give you our whole hearts in worship this morning, God. Open our hearts to what you have for us today through worship and through your word. We just thank you for this time. I praise you for each person that's representing represented here today, God. Each family, Lord. We love you. And we just give you this morning. Amen. Thank you.
2: Oh. you oh. call upon your name. We thank you, Lord, for your promises. We thank you that we have an opportunity to call on your name in every circumstance, in every situation, God. In the things that seem good, we can worship your holy name. In the things that say, seem bad, we can worship your holy name. In the, th- the things that seem just, we can worship your holy name. In the things that seem, seem unjust, we can worship your holy name, God. Lord, we know that you've made a way for us and you, we know that you're going to continue to make a way for us, God. And we just declare that over this city and over this, this valley, God. And we declare that for the Middletons as they go to Oregon too, God, that you are making a way, that you are making a path for them to have maximum impact, not because of who they are, but because of who you are in them, God. Lord, I pray that we would, we would see your ways. We would see you making those ways, God. That we would not be distracted by the hurt and the sorrow of life. We would not be distracted by the things that try to drag us down, God. But that we would look to you to see your ways and see that your ways are good and that your ways are, are great and your thoughts are great, God. They are higher than ours. And we just declare that over us today, God, as we sing this song to you, God. We thank you that you are moving. In Jesus' name. You
3: are here, moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship. You, you are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Cause you are Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keep. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are, waymaker, miracle worker, promise keep. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You
1: are he, touching every heart. Worship
4: time in our lives worrying about what's happening tomorrow, what's going to happen in a month, what's going to happen in a year. You're the God who says, I'm the way maker and I will take care of it. I will take care. six months work in his life make that path straight open the eyes so they can see exactly what you're doing even when we can't see it father you are the god who's bigger than anything on this planet you know what's coming you know what's behind you know what's on either side father may we lean into you and see that you are the one and only waymaker. we love you father join us today hear our cries one more time today they're not very awake can you tell is it a good day the sun's out Kyle sun's out, gun's out where's your tank top well frankly that every human walking the planet needs to hear because here's the thing we all have something in common in fact if I ask for you to raise your hands which I'm not going to You would all raise your hands because we have all prayed for something over and over and over, and we couldn't see what was happening. We felt like we were getting no answers. We felt like it it just, we were speaking to thin air. And we felt like God was so far away that he wasn't doing anything for us. And if I were to ask you what that was, it may be something to the effect of, I prayed for my kids since they were little that they'd come to know Jesus. It could be, I prayed for my parents' marriage because all I can see is it's going to end in divorce, and I want that not to happen. I want God to intervene. It could be, I'm praying for a physical healing of somebody or or." You know, have a family member or a good friend, and it's not happening, and I don't understand why. But we pray over and over and over, and we repeat it, and we ask and we ask, and we understand and we take. When the disciples said, "Jesus, show us then how to pray," and Jesus said, "Imagine somebody was coming in the middle of the night to your house, and you needed bread, and you went over to your neighbors, and you knocked on the door, and repeatedly did it, and you tell you they were so annoyed by you that they gave you the bread." That's how you should pray. So we understand that, we get that, and we keep praying, and we repeatedly come back to God over and over and over again. Today we're going to talk about just that very thing. We're going to continue in the book of Daniel. If you have your Bibles and you want to, turn to Daniel chapter 10. If you don't have your Bibles but you want to get on YouVersion app, all the the passages will be there. I'm going with the uh, New Living Translation today, the NLT because I like it better for this passage. But that being said, we're going to go back into the book of Daniel. And if you remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how Daniel, when he was 16, 14, 15, 16 years old, how his entire family, his entire town, everything he'd ever known was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar. And King Nebuchadnezzar took him... And and all the other boys his age, all the strong ones, and they wanted he came and he wanted to train them and give them up. For all these years, Daniel has been praying for restoration of his homeland. Now, when I say all these years, last week we talked about how it had been 30 years when Daniel interpreted King Nebuchadnezzar's dream. It had been 30 years since his homeland was destroyed. Then if you, we're going to skip over Daniel and the lion's den, but in Daniel the lion's den, we all know that story, Daniel was 80 to 90 years old. So where we're going today is past that. He is old. He is decrepit. He is an old, old man. But here's the thing. He was still faithful. Look at Daniel chapter 10. What you got to know is, Daniel had been praying for restoration of his homeland for decades and all of a sudden he had a vision and that's what we're picking it up today Daniel chapter 10 starting at verse 5 I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing with a belt of pure gold around his waist his body looked like a precious gem his face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed like torches Now I don't know how many of you have read the book of Revelation but in Revelation 19, it describes Jesus. It's the same description, just so you know. Same description. It's He really is describing Jesus here. Now, let me, let me state it this way. Some of you would say, well, this is the Old Testament. And I would say, correct. Some people debate whether or not it, this is really Christ. But I will say this. I believe it is. There's a lot of people who believe it is. But here's why We all know the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit We know in John chapter 1 verse 1 It says in the beginning was the Word And the Word was God And the Word was with God The Word is Jesus Jesus was there at the beginning He came in human form in the New Testament The Old Testament He was still there So this is describing who Jesus is At least that's where I'm going with Because if I'm going to err on something It's going to be on Jesus So here's where we're going to go in verse 6, he says, his body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning, and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze, and his face roared like a multitude of people, which literally means tens of thousands of people singing, talking, filling the blank. You could hear that. It was so loud. And verse 7. Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. How many of you have ever um, read a verse, you've read it like 10 times, and all of a sudden the 11th time you read it, you go, I never thought of that. Who's done that? You then go to someone, or you listen to a song, a worship song, and all of a sudden, bam! Bam! There it is. You go to someone and you go, Lonnie, we got to go. You got to hear this. You got to hear what this verse is saying. You got to know. And Lonnie goes, Great, let's go get a cup of coffee. No, no, no. Lonnie, you got to hear it. Lonnie, does it. this is where it was at. Sometimes the Holy Spirit gives you an insight. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you and you're going to go, How come they can't see it? How come they can't understand it? How come they don't get what I. Plainly understand, if I may We've talked about it when Jesus healed the blind man How come They don't Understand What I can't explain but I can't deny Is happening We've all been there We've all happened You've told somebody what what you believe The Holy Spirit's telling you What you know when this day And they're like, are you crazy? Really? That's what you're thinking? That's the direction you're going to go to? This is where Daniel was, look at verse eight. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me, my faith grew deathly pale, and I felt very, very weak. So all the people that were with them, they did not see the vision. I think it's safe to say they saw the light or they heard the sound, but they did not understand what Daniel understood go back to the verse. Same thing as if I read the verse. Lonnie reads the verse. I get something. He does it. Lonnie's not denying the verses, right? He's just saying I don't see. I don't see what you're seeing. This is where Daniel was. All alone. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me. My face, face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Let me tell you something. God is so powerful that there's going to be times that all you're going to do is fall to your knees. All you're going to do is fall in front of this this God that is so huge, so big, so powerful, and you're going to say, whatever you want. With strength is your strength and you, you're, you're just going to fall straight to the ground here's the thing here's what you've got to remember because I'm going to turn this a little bit we're going to continue to go with the verses but here's what you've got to remember here's Daniel with no strength here's Daniel and I think there's times like us that we get so discouraged we've prayed so long we've asked so long for the doors to get open. For the steps to be made. God, this is what you've told me I can do. You've told me I can come to you, but it feels like you're not answering me. It feels like you're not opening the doors. It feels like you're not healing. It feels like you're not letting my child see who you are. God, it feels like you're not even working in my parents' marriage. God, it feels like you're not even working in my marriage. God, it feels like... Fill in the blank. There's going to be times that you've so, and your strength is gone. But you have to remember it. you always have to remember that God cares about you even more than you do. Really? Because I know what needs to happen. God cares about you even more than you do. God is doing and he is acting the way a heavenly father should cares about you more than even you do. And some of you would say in this moment, some of you would would look at it and you'd go, Aaron, I don't hear that. I don't see that. Look at verse 10. Just then a hand touched me, this is Daniel speaking, and lifted me. For the record, God will never come to condemn you. Jesus will never come to condemn you, but he'll come to lift you. He'll come to change you. He'll come to save you come to lift you. Just then the hand came down touched me and lifted me still trembling to my hands and knees and the man said to me, Daniel you are very precious valuable to God I I want you to think about that you are very precious to God this man, this, this Christ you are very precious to God. I don't say this very often, but I'm going to. I love each and every one of you. I've been praying for you even before I moved here. I would do just about anything for you. Notice I said just about anything. But I will tell you this. There are three people here that I'd give my life for. And unless you're my two daughters or wife. I, I think, I think you're okay if I say they're on a little different level than the rest of you. Is that safe to say? How about if I say two? And then, no, just kidding. Now they're all looking at me like, which one is it? They're on a different level than all of you, and I don't think you get your feelings hurt when I say that. You are on a different level to God than you realize because you're precious to him you are You. he looks at you as his own as you look at your own child as you look at your own kid and when, when we pray and we pray and we pray and we get no answers at least that's what we're feeling like you can have hope in knowing that you're precious that you're valuable that you go beyond look at verse 11 And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. The second thing, the second thing, number one, we know that you are more valuable to God than you know. Number two, God is doing more than you understand. We just sang about it. Even when I don't see it, you're working. God is doing so much more than you will ever understand, then you can grab a hold of. Look at verse 12. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. Which I might say, and you might say, then why didn't you do something about it then? Since the first day you've been praying, it was heard. The very first time you uttered it, it's been hurting. God loves it when we continue to come back to him. He loves it when we continue to lean into him. He hears your prayer requests the very first time. He hears it when it comes to you. And do you know what he says? Continue to ask. I'm working. I'm doing more than you can possibly see. I'm doing more right now than you understand. You can't see it. You don't need to see it. If you did see it, you wouldn't understand it. Let me continue to work that. Let me continue to mold that. You keep leaning in because every time you pray one more time, you are putting your trust in me again and again and again. Because sometimes... That trust can falter when I don't see what he's doing. And he says, no, no, no. Keep praying. Keep asking. Keep coming. Keep leading in. Remind yourself how much you trust me. I will continue to do the work. Look at verse 13. But for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. For 21 days, and we would say, uh, again, been debated, I would say, this is one of the demonic beings that are trying to block the prayer and block what God is doing. But what God is doing, even when this is happening, have you heard of the iceberg principle? Do you realize when you see an iceberg, you're only seeing the tip? Do you realize how gigantic that is underneath the water? all that is moving and shifting and all you're seeing is this little thing go across the top and some of you go well i saw a giant one yeah think how much bigger it is underneath god is doing that underneath the water and he's moving it and he's shifting it and these demonic beings are going to come and going to try and stop you and going to try to put a stop to it going to try and make you stop look at this but for 21 days the spirit prince of the kingdom of persia blocked my way Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. And I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came and uh, took him out. Came and said, get away from here. I am going to block you. I am going to keep you from interfering with what is going on here. Fourteen. Now, I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future. For this vision concerns a time yet to come. Here's what we need to remember. When you have the iceberg that's shifting and moving underwater, and all we can see is the top. When we have these these things happening in our life that we continue to pray for and we don't understand why it's happening and they keep adding up and they keep piling up and we're just continuing to lean in to God and sometimes we get to the point that we go, God, this battle, what's going on? Your battle is not against flesh and blood. Your battle is against the prince of darkness. Your battle is not against flesh and blood. Your battle is against the darkness. See, God says, even when you don't see it, I'm working. God says, come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. God says, lean into me. God says, I will make a way. God says, I understand where you're at. I see where you're at. I see everything coming against you. I see the blocks that are put in front of you and I am here. Keep leaning in. I will keep coming. I will keep working. I will make it right. I will make all things new. Keep leaning in. Keep coming to me. The first time you cried out, God heard your prayer. The first time. And he says, continue to come even when you can't see anything, because I care about you that much, and you can't see. He cares about you more than you understand. He cares about you more than even you do. He's doing way more than you can see. And the last one I want you to get and grab onto is his strength. His strength is made new in your weakness. It's made perfect in your weakness. Well, I have a lot of weaknesses. I know. So do I. So do I. His strength comes, and it, it lifts us up. Let me give you an example of how that works. Greg and I, I don't know where Greg went. Greg and I, we either run or we lift weights, Six thirty-seven 7 a.m., Monday through Friday. And we have uh, done bench press before. And there are times... That we are lifting weight, and at the end of it, our arms just get dead tired. And it gets to the point, it, it's kind of funny how it works. I think this works so much like God that that we we can't see it and we don't understand it, just like we don't understand how this works. There are times that Greg will be on about his tenth, his third set, his tenth rep. And he'll get down and he'll just go, oh! I literally take two fingers, set them under the bar, and the bar starts to move as he pushes up. He believes mentally I am lifting it off of him. You're hunker down under your hat. Well, he starts saying my name, so. oh, sorry. <laughs> I put two fingers on it, and the bar starts to raise. It's like... I have attached a rope to a bumper of my truck and the other rope to the weight, and I'm ripping it off of them. All I'm doing is putting two fingers underneath it. There are times that my God is just that. He says, I see it. I know it. But if I reach down and I went, what would you learn? What would you see? What would you understand? Well, you would understand, do whatever I want, and God will just, boop. No, I want you to learn from it. Check out James chapter 1, Nell's favorite chapter. Consider all proud, child's pure joy. Why? For the building of your perseverance. He's going he's gonna to protect you. He's going to block. He's going to come in. He's going to save the day. He's going to give you your strength. Why? Because his strength is made perfect in your weakness. His strength is made perfect in your weakness. Look at verse 17. How can someone like me, your servant, talk to you, my Lord? My strength is gone, and I can hardly breathe. And this is where, Summer, you're at right now. Aaron, I've been praying for years. I've been praying for months, and nothing changes. Why? Oh. <sighs> My strength is gone. What am I going to do? You don't understand. I, I do. Trust me, I do. Believe me, I do. We could sit down and we could compare lives, but what good's that? Trust me, I understand. Daniel says, How can someone like me, your servant, talk to you, my Lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. I've been praying so long. I can hardly breathe then the one who looked like a man touched me again and I felt my strength eternity. one touch one touch that's all you need from Jesus Christ himself one touch from God himself and your strength comes back and all of a sudden you go I can do this I can make it it's going to be okay it's going to happen. I can't see how it's going to end, end up. I can't see where it's going. But that strength came back to me. That one touch changed everything. You want to stand firm in your faith? Don't stop. Reach out and grab onto that strength that just keeps coming back. And it will continue to restore you. Continue To come back I love what it says Don't be afraid He said For you are very precious to God Peace be with you Be encouraged Be strong Translated He hears you He knows He heard you the very first time But don't stop Keep praying Keep leaning in. Keep turning to him. You feel weak? Find his strength. He'll give it to you. He'll reach down and touch you. Can't see where it's going? Trust in him and keep going. He's going to open the doors, guys. I'm telling you. Your life is going to change 100%. I don't think it's wrong of me to say this. Amber and Travis, I hope you're okay with this. I did a wedding yesterday, right here. Do you know? Do you know what's happened to these people's lives? I'll tell you this: one of them came to church three weeks before COVID hit. The second week, she accepted Christ in her heart. The next week, she brought. We had a wedding. Do you know what happened in said wedding? Number one, I was required to have the Bible involved. Number two, we did this thing called unity sand. And I've seen unity sand done many different ways. But you pour sands into the jar to unite the people. Well, they had a requirement as well. Aaron, we want you to pour the white sand in, which represents Christ, because a
0: part of our marriage.
4: Don't tell me God's not working. Don't tell me God doesn't care. Don't tell me he doesn't see it. Because his strength is made perfect in your weakness. Continue to reach in. Continue to grab on. Continue to grab a hold. Because you know what? The God I serve is bigger than all you all. He's bigger than me. He's bigger than you. He says, keep coming. Keep praying. Now, I told you, I told you that a little bit ago that Steph and I have been praying for you guys long before we knew you. Five years ago when we got the call to come here, we we started praying. I love seeing, I could stand up here and tell you a whole lot more of what God's done in the last I love seeing what he's done in in your lives and other people's lives. But if I can tell you anything right now, don't stop. Keep going. Keep leaning in. Draw his strength. That one touch of strength is going to change everything. There may be demonic being saying, I'm going to block this. But it won't last. Because all of a sudden, that's going to be taken out. And God's going to say, I heard you the first time. But keep coming. Keep praying. Keep leaning into me. Let yours and my relationship go from here to here. As I've told you before, no different than your relationship with your spouse. Let it go from here to here. Let God work in you so your relationship you can see everything he's trying to do and when all you can see is the tip of that iceberg going down you know that there's all this stuff underneath happening because you're not ready for it yet but when the time comes he's going to blow the doors off this place and he's going to look at you and he goes well done my good and faithful servant well done don't stop and that's the worship team us out this morning. And what I'm what I want you to know, not only did Steph and I start praying for you guys five years ago, but we continue to pray for you. And will continue to pray for you. And I've asked them to close us out in our prayer for you. you want to stand, stand. If you want to sit, sit. I just want you to take this as the Middleton's prayer for each and every one.
1: Lord bless. His face shine upon you. Be gracious to
3: you. The Lord turn His face toward you and be.
1: today, just represent us all and uh, let's just spend some time and pray for them would you stand with us today and board members if you would mind just getting a little bit closer we're just going to take a minute and pray and then um, Greg has some announcements at the end
2: come to you today God we thank you that you are for us and not against us we thank you that your plans for us are good we thank you that we have a bright future because of you God And we just pray as the Middleton family just has poured out their life here in Belgrade to love and nurture the people that are around them and that they've been called to shepherd, God. Lord, we pray that you would just bless them in their going today, God. That, Lord, that they would know exactly what they're called to do, God. And that every day that their identity would not be wrapped in their position, God, but it would be wrapped in your calling and what you say about them, and that what you say about them is true, God. Lord, I pray that they would find favor in every place that they go and say oh, God, that they would find conversation to love people, that they would find opportunity to show you to the people that are around them, God. I pray that you make a way for them. Uh, just even set up the neighborhood that they're going to live in, God, wherever that is, God that they would have, again, maximum impact because they are going right towards your target, God. Lord, I p- we pray for the girls as they go to school, God, that that you would just uh, speak to their hearts, that you would just draw them even closer, that they would just sense your calling and sense your shifting in their life in a deeper way, God. And Lord, we just pray for Steph that she, as she just uh, finds a... A new place, a new community to be in, God. That you would just uh, surround her with, with uh, the right friends and the right, the right things, God. Whether whether you call her to work or you call her to stay home, God. Whatever it is, just surround her and just position her right in that right spot, God. And Lord, we just pray for Aaron as he steps into this new leadership role, God. That you would just uh, help him just form a quick bond with the people that are helping him lead that church, God. And that he would have fresh vision to lead them in a deeper way, God. Lord, just maximum impact and we just thank you, God, that uh, they were able to be here for the season that they were here for such a time as this while they were here, God. But now they're moving into a new such a time, such a time as this, God. And we just pray you would order their steps and that you would give them abundantly more than they could ask for or hope, God. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, Amen. Craig's got a couple of things Yeah,
0: so um, we uh, we have lunch coming in and I'm just going to ask if you really know where it is to point it out because I don't know what time. So. <laughs> lunch will be it
1: here at 11.15 and 15. right
0: back there. Right back at the table? Yes, please okay. stay. We've got lots of yeah, food. So. lots of food, um, <laughs> drinks. A couple of updates that we have um, for you. So. Uh, I mentioned earlier on the website, if you look under um, uh, About Us and Staff, uh, under the website, there's a link there for that survey. So if you weren't able to find that, or you want to know more where it was. Um, a couple of things we were talking about last week in the board meeting, was that? I'm just gonna check it before I say, it. okay, it's it louder. Um, A couple of things we talked about last week in the board meeting uh, was prayer for the church and for the direction, and we want to make sure that all you all are involved in that. So what you're going to see is um, you're going to see times that we put out and just ask you uh, when you can to come meet us. And either we we talked about Wednesday nights, we talked about mornings. Um, You'll see some times posted of when we're going to be here, and it doesn't have to be the entire church. It's just your schedule, and come and pray with us. Um, that's the important part of this process um, and those next steps of where we're headed. So you'll see times um, that are available and it might be two or three people here, and that's great, it might be 10. Um, But your involvement and being here, we we need you. We need your prayers. Um, And then uh, as far as the overall kind of where things are headed, um, we have that process started. Um, We're working with the district superintendent. He was out here last week with us. Like I said, there's a, a pieces that we're going through just to get stuff in place. So we have um, we have folks lined up for the next couple of months to be here and join us on Sunday mornings to preach. So um, make sure you know that things are still going to keep moving on, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep things rolling. So, but your help, your prayers are needed. Um, a couple of things else today. We're going to take a love offering, and um, there should be the offering boxes in the back. If you have something that you want to give to the Middletons as they head out, um, just put that in there. We'll actually do that this week and next week, and then we'll get that over to them. So you, if you didn't get a chance to uh, bring what you need today, um, you, can, you can bring it next week. Also, if you donate online um, and just mark it uh, as love offering for the Middletons, uh, we'll know what you wanted to do with that. We'll be able to see that. Um, those are kind of the big things for now. Anything else that any of the board members I forgot? Anything that you wanted to add? Nothing? All okay, right, just kind of checking in case. We didn't make a list, so yeah. All right. With that, um, I'm gonna stop talking and turn it over. Um, feel free to you know, move things around as you need to, and food will be here in just a little time. Is it now 11? 5 alright right. we'll be here just a little Individual lunch boxes. All right, thank you everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so we did, um, there was a book that we got for the Middletons, and um, there's room in there for you to sign and to write in that, just as a a way to kind of send them a message as they're heading out as well. So we'll have that here uh, now, and it's in the back as well, I believe. Um, So...
1: Cool. Excellent. So feel free to just enjoy each other's company. We're just going to continue to worship with Waymaker.